Have y'all seen the woman on TikTok who's like the embodiment of toxic gym culture and she starts a lot of her videos like, oh, you're a little sad, a little tired. Every time she pops up on my FYP, I think because people I follow stitch her. I'm always like, yeah, I am. Anyways, what up, y'all? Welcome back to the Don't Fret podcast. My name is D Fretter. I'm a poet, spoken word artist from just outside of Vancouver, BC, Canada. And normally on this podcast, I have a conversation with a fellow creative and we talk about, you know, what they do and how they got into it and why they do it and how they manage like mental health and stuff like that. But today it's just me kind of screaming into the void. I got some stuff I want to talk about. Um, yeah. How you doing? Doing good. You, you look great. I don't know if that's true, but I assume it is because, you know, studies say that people who listen to the Don't Fret podcast and watch D. Fredder's videos on YouTube are like the sexiest motherfuckers alive. No one said that. I'm I'm just being stupid. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not being stupid. I was being silly. I was having a goof. Look at me checking my self talk on the podcast. I'm gonna leave that in. I think. Um, yeah. So I've been really tired lately. <laughs> um, just some day job stuff. All the projects we've been working on are are like, you know, the job sites are far away. So it's been like a couple months of three hours of driving in total. And I hate driving. I really don't like driving. And so it's just sucked the life out of me. So I've been getting home and just not having the like energy or enthusiasm to write or make content or something like that. And it's, it's always been a big source of frustration and I think anxiety for me because I want to be able to do this more, but I have to work in order to like fund the projects and like, you know, pay my bills and, and all this other stuff. And I made videos about how, um, you know, sometimes I get really upset about not being able to like live my dream or accomplish my dream. And one time a therapist said, yeah, but you're, you're living this other dream of like having groceries and paying your bills. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's a good way to look at it, but you know, it's kind of like a a balancing act where I wish I had more time to do things that I love. You know, I get a lot of people telling me that I need to rest, and we've talked about how much I hate that, uh, how much I really don't like that. But it's like it's not physical rest that I I lack because you know I get a decent amount of sleep and I I do spend a fair amount of time just like chilling, you know. I think it's that I don't have a lot of time to like rejuvenate and like feed my soul if you want to get really hippy dippy about it. And I guess that's how I've been lately is just kind of frustrated because I have all these things that I want to do uh, and I don't have the time or energy or money to do it. So it's just kind of like, Arr! and I got to figure out a way. Um, got a trip coming up. I'm not excited for it. Um, like at all. And maybe that's not a good thing to admit, but I don't, I don't, I don't care. Um, not excited for it. I, I'm sure I'll end up having fun. Probably, probably not. Uh, I don't like traveling. Um, I don't know if I've ever talked about that, but I find like when I was a kid, my parents took me and my adoptive sister to a couple of different places. Um, celebrate Christmas with like an uncle who lives far away, like Singapore and Australia. 
And I hated those trips, like just being stuck with my parents and my sister who none of them like me very much. And I, I like I'm separated from all my friends. I don't have like any of my books or video games or movies or whatever. It was like the worst, like as a kid, like vacation sucked as a kid. Um, and I, I don't think I've really let that go. And also I find that a lot of people who, who post like travel content or talk about like going on adventures and stuff, um, it, it, it just looks a lot like they're running away. And I'm always of the mindset that, you know, wherever you go, your problems are still with you. Your pain is still with you. And so like, if you want to travel, like, okay, cool. I'm not going to like knock that or whatever. Uh, I just did knock that. So I'm not, that would be hypocritical. It was like, if you genuinely want to go travel and see how the world looks in different ways, that's great. But I just find that a lot of the people who do it, it's like a flex of their privilege and you know, like they have the money to travel. They have the luxury of not having to clock in. They don't have the responsibilities of like, a kid or even like a dog or something like that. And then they're just like running from their problems, running from their pain. Um, and I, I just don't vibe with that. And so I think that's put a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to travel. But my wife doesn't have that opinion. And so she wants to go somewhere. I'm not going to say where, but um, she, we're going somewhere because it's part of her bucket list. And, you know, I talk a lot about my dreams and, and we've a lot of our conversations have been centered around me and my dreams and stuff. And this is her dream. So, you know, she's been supportive of me and and come along for the ride in that sense. And and so I'm going along for the ride with with her for that thing. And I think that that's something that you got to do as a partner and support your partner's dreams. And sometimes that means like doing stuff that you maybe don't want to do or whatever. Um or like going places you may not want to go. And as long as it's safe, like I think you should do it if you care about that person. Um, that's just me, you know, like watch the shows that they like with them or something. Sometimes go to movies you may not care about or something. Um, to a point, Oh, just got a Instagram notifications. Probably somebody sending me a meme that happens a lot now. Um, yeah. Uh today they did the CEO of TikTok at a hearing or whatever and it's looking like it's getting banned in the states cuz those the senators were just grilling the guy and I don't think uh a lot of progress was made there and that's you know thanks Meta Instagram Facebook for like lobbying to have your competitor removed and then you know being shitty for creators like this was a great opportunity for you to like for them to uh make it better for creators that creators were excited to create on there and then they made it so much worse and that sucks and like i'm kind of sad about it because i guess that means like you know most of my following is from the states like in, at least on tiktok or whatever and so i guess there's this part of me it's like oh no like there goes you know, 8,000 followers. But if we're honest, most of them, like a like overwhelming majority of them didn't watch any of the videos after like whatever one they saw that like popped off a little bit. 
So it's like, it's not really that big of a loss. And I think I'm going to be, like, obviously I'm going to be fine. I got plans. I'm working on some stuff. And honestly, like, yeah, I'm, I was moving more to YouTube anyway. So that's fine. I think, well, it, like, it's not fine. I'm, you know, I'm going to miss seeing some of my favorite content creators and, and watching their stuff. Cause I don't know if they're all going to move to Instagram. Um, but as for me personally, I think I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm cool with it. And I think that at the end of the day, um, my value didn't come from TikTok, and a lot of like the big steps that I made in my career as a poet, as a creative and, and the stuff I'm working on now didn't really come from social media. You know, like some people were made aware of my book because of social media, that's for sure. And some people were aware of me because of social media. So some of my views and, and stuff on like YouTube or, or Spotify or whatever, definitely that helped. And I'm not going to say it didn't. And also, it a lot of it was just people, you know, rocking with me uh, from where I am. You know, like a lot of my poetry shows and, and the job where I get to go teach workshops in school, that was all just like me, you know? And, and so I'm not worried about my creative career because TikTok's going to go whatever in the States. And like, Canadians can still use it, I guess, but like, I feel like a bunch of them are going to stop because they were trying to attract an American audience because they felt like all the action was in America. Like, you know, if you're a singer, you want to like weasel your way into LA or something like that. Or I, I don't really know, but yeah, I guess that's that. You know, anyways, um, I, so I made this YouTube video and why well, didn't, I didn't make it. I filmed this YouTube video and I'm watching the footage and I just felt like I was really coming off like uh, like I had the answers. And, and I, I don't. I never have the answers. I have some answers for me, but I don't have the answers. I don't think anybody has the answers. And anyone who tells you that they do is trying to sell you something. Um, so I have like insights and, and thoughts and whatever that I want to share. And in, in kind of like, you know, you make of it what you will. But... I can never tell you how to live your life or what you should do. I can just tell you like what I think, you know, and if it resonates great. And if it doesn't also great, you know, um, but I, I made this video because recently I was asked to be on someone else's podcast and the series was called extraordinary mindset. And I, was so confused as to why they would ask me to be on a podcast that's about extraordinary mindset because I've never, like, I don't use the word mindset, really. It's not in my vocabulary. I'm not a mindset, grind set, hashtag, motivation type of guy, like, at all. Like, at all, at all. Um, You know, like, I'm not a grinder. I'm not a hustler. You know, I, I put in the work and I show up for the stuff that I'm passionate about, but it's not for the sake of working hard. And it's not even for the sake of like monetary gain or clout or Instagram likes or anything like that. It's, it's genuinely because I like to do these things like this podcast, for example, it doesn't like I appreciate everybody who's listening right now. Like if you're listening, I appreciate you. Thank you. And also, this isn't like 
we don't make money off of this, like at all, none. You know, I've put my coffee link um, in the show notes for the last few episodes. We've made none, you know, and that's fine. Like, that's not why I do it, but I just like doing this stuff. Um, whereas some people, they would only do a podcast because they know that it's going to generate money or whatever. And that's just not my style. Like, I, I don't want to do all this stuff for free forever. I'm just saying that money is not the main incentive. Obviously, like, I would love to, it, it, I'm getting sidetracked, but obviously I would love to be able to have like content creation be part of how I support myself and my wife and, and you know, whatever our family looks like in the future, whether that's like a dog and a cat or a kid or whatever, I don't know. Um, it's probably not going to be a kid. Uh, I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> but yeah, like I was asked to be on this podcast and I was like, oh, like that's weird that they would ask me. I'm not that kind of a guy. And and also, I don't think of myself as extraordinary. And some other people asked me to do some stuff recently, like speak at events or whatever. And I'm sitting here and I'm just like, I feel like someone smarter than me should be doing these things or someone better should be doing these things. And then I realized, I'm like, oh, I think I might be really struggling with imposter syndrome because I was getting like anxious about some of the stuff coming up, right? And, um, yeah, like I was really, really anxious and kind of like, oh man, like I'm going to say something stupid and, and I'm not qualified and all this stuff. Cause I'm just some fucking dude and I'm fine with being just some fucking dude. But I also was like, I just haven't done anything worth talking about is what I thought is what I was thinking. And that's when I realized I'm like, oh yeah, this is probably what imposter syndrome feels like. And, you know, I've definitely struggled with it before. Um, I definitely struggle with it a lot, I think, Um, because I value being humble. I value, like, kind of not taking myself too seriously. And if someone gives me, like, a really outlandish compliment, I will probably kind of not receive it because um, it just doesn't sit right with me. You know, if someone says, like, you're the best there ever was or something ridiculous or you're amazing, I'm like, ah, take it easy, you know, or like, oh, that's a huge accomplishment, I'm like, it's a stepping stone in the right direction for sure, but, you know, like, I try to keep things, I try to stay on the ground, you know, that's really important to me, um, I don't, like, some people try to elevate me, or put me on a pedestal, or whatever, or, or look at me through rose-colored glasses or something stupid, it's not stupid, but, like, something like that, and I just don't, I'm not comfortable with it and it's really important to me that like my humanity and my being just a regular guy is like kept intact and it's part of how I show up. Um, So like I will be the first to like try to dispel any illusion that, you know, comes my way. Anyways, so I've been struggling with imposter syndrome because, you know, like I value humility, but there's being humble and then there's like tearing yourself down and telling yourself you don't deserve an accomplishment or you're not worthy of like a promotion or a, the next step in the journey or, or whatever. And so, you know, I started, 
reading about imposter syndrome and stuff and found some like strategies on how to, you know, deal with it. And I wanted to share some of those with you because this isn't like a clean process and, and I, I don't do it a ton. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I would do this every time and it works for me. Um, cause this is the answer. This is just something that I, these are four things that I implemented that helped me deal with the anxiety that was coming from imposter syndrome, uh, this time around. And, and I've used it a couple of times since the, like I, I've, I've filmed this podcast that I was talking about, um, for this other person who is super sweet. And I can't wait to talk about that a little bit more, um, when it's out and, yeah, no, that was great, and I've had to use it a couple times more because I've been asked to speak at some events and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, so when dealing with imposter syndrome, here are four strategies that I have been implementing and will continue to do so when imposter syndrome shows its face again. So number one is acknowledge how I'm feeling. Pretty straightforward. I think with any negative feeling, um, it's important to acknowledge it and hold space for it. So I think a lot of like extra stress or sadness or anger or whatever gets added when you try to resist those feelings, you try to fight them or suppress them or get rid of them or whatever. I think if you just hold space for them and let them like, let yourself feel that they eventually gradually work their way through you. If that makes sense. Uh, number two is to, um, Look at my strengths. Look at your strengths. Take stock of your strength. You know, um, look at how much you've grown in whatever field and appreciate how far you've come in your journey so far. Cause like you may not be ready for this promotion, but you're also way up far ahead than when you started. That kind of thing. Or, or maybe like, you're about to play the biggest show you've ever played. And you're like, oh, I don't know if, if I'm ready for a crowd this size. But it's like, yeah, but there was a time where you couldn't even play the guitar. You know, there was a time where you couldn't sing. And I think sometimes we forget what it's like to be bad at everything. Like when we were kids and we had to learn everything. And, and sometimes it's good to just look back and appreciate your capacity to learn things. So maybe you're not ready, but maybe you're ready to become ready. That makes sense. Number three, uh, trust other people. You know, sometimes like we we are so aware of all of our mistakes, we can dwell on our mistakes, and we're so aware of like the noise in our own heads and all the behind the scenes things, and we think that um, we've somehow tricked people into thinking that we're better at something than we are. But sometimes, because others have an outside perspective on us, they can see the good in us or see that we're good at something more clearly than we can uh, a while ago um my wife was kind of sort of promoted or like given more to do at her job and she was kind of nervous about it and we talked about it and we were um i was saying that like her boss has been in the industry that she's in for like 20 years and we should trust those 20 years of experience over the like 14 months of experience that my wife had. Not, not that like, you know, not that you should always look outside of yourself for validation and confidence, but sometimes it's okay to just trust, like for me to trust that this podcast host 
and her team knew who they wanted on the podcast. You know, like they they asked me, they knew what they were doing. Or like these this other board of directors knew that they wanted my voice as part of this conversation at this event, that kind of a thing. Um, so trust other people. And then number four, this one I think just goes, you're struggling with pretty much anything. I think that is important to do this, but uh, reach out to loved ones, friends, support system, like have a support system and lean on them in these times because sometimes it, it's even worth it just to say, I am struggling with imposter syndrome or like this is coming up. I don't feel like I'm, I deserve it or I don't think I'm ready or whatever. And I'm just really struggling with it and I could use words of encouragement or I could use a hang like to hang out or whatever. Um, I could you send me something funny to make me feel better or something. You know, I think we are so used to like doing everything in like isolation and thinking that we got to accomplish everything in the world. We don't need any support. Like we, like we've been taught to not need support, but like people are, we're hardwired for a community and connection. It's like in our programming and I think we need to stop denying that in ourselves in general. But like when you're dealing with imposter syndrome, I think sometimes like you're overthinking it, you're caught up in your own mistakes and your own behind the scenes and stuff. I think it's, it's good to get outside perspectives and, and to just lean on people who love you. And, you know, if anybody's listening to this is kind of dealing with something right now where you're feeling pretty lonely or disconnected uh, isolated. I, I get that. I've felt that way. So you can hear me say something like lean on friends or loved ones. You're like, I don't have any friends or whatever. I've been there. I feel you. Um, and I don't have an answer for you. I'm sorry. I don't, but I would encourage you to, you know, start to build a community, which is like its own separate thing, you know, but Everybody needs somebody and it can be hard to reach out. It's hard to build community for sure. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's necessary. You know, I think we need to embrace being more interconnected with each other than we are right now because shit's bad around the world right now. I think a lot of it comes from like disconnection. You know, there's a there's, compassion is lacking, you know, love is lacking. And, and so that's like its own separate thing. And I'm not going to go down that road right now. But it's just like if you feel like you don't have a support system, I strongly encourage you to begin to build one somehow. Reach out to somebody, you know, like maybe it feels like people don't care. I've been there. I'm there a lot, honestly. But it's because you just you, can't, you literally can't feel care like you don't get warmer or taller or something whenever people like you you know uh <laughs> like you it's hard and sometimes you're caught up in your own head but it's there you know the potential for community is there i think that's a a big part of dealing with imposter syndrome is like um i think we all ex think that people expect perfection from us um and we're trying to avoid feeling the shame of not being perfect, but perfection and, and individualism and all this stuff, it, it's just, it's not good for us. You know, um, look, look at me. This is a very sloppy podcast episode for sure. Um, 
it's not perfect, but I'm gonna put it out anyway. And maybe I'll be embarrassed by it, you know, a couple years down the road, a couple months down the road. What's up, Future D? Sorry for embarrassing you, but um, I'm just out here doing my best. Um, but yeah, I guess that's everything I wanted to talk about. I just want to talk about imposter syndrome and how I'm coping with it right now. You know, um, how I'm dealing with it, and it, it, it's been helping. I'm not gonna be, and now I'm never gonna feel it again. Because that's not true. Um, all this stuff is messy and non-linear and it cycles back and all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. But like, it helped me. And I hope it can help you if you choose to implement any of this. And uh, if not, all right, no worries. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Don't Fret Podcast. If you like this podcast, please, please, please rate, review it, tell a friend about it. Post it on your Instagram stories. Tag us at don'tfret.ca on Instagram. Um, yeah, no, I really appreciate it. And and you know what? You DM the Instagram account and and let us know if there's something you want us to talk about or want me to talk about in like a solo episode or whatever. Or uh, go down to the Spotify polls. We'll probably have it there as well. So, yeah, that's everything. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good rest of your week. Be safe and be smooth. Peace out.